0: Hello everyone, this is Janine Kubal and welcome back to my podcast. I thank you for being here today with me. May may the blessings of God come upon each and every single one of you. I so apologize that I haven't gotten to you sooner. I've done some podcasts for you and they've been snatched away. (laughs) So we know who's responsible for that, but we're going to get through this and God's right here. He's on our side and no weapon formed against this podcast, against you hearing it. It's not going to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your protection. We thank you that you are opening up the hearts and the minds of your people so that they can be comforted, they can be filled with peace, and know that you are near to them. And thank you, Father, for your word and your presence and your power. Amen. Um, today I would like to talk to you about avoiding distractions. Um, you know, we hear so much right now during this Christmas season, during this time of year, we hear about peace, we hear joy, we hear it sung everywhere. We're hearing peace on earth, goodwill to men. We're hearing all about it, but sometimes it it just seems like there's no peace. There's pressures in families, maybe there's separation, maybe there's sickness that has come upon you, loss of job, stress about money. How am I going to buy that present? It doesn't feel peaceful. And not only that, it's like everything is just pulling us this way and pulling us that way and make this cookie. If it doesn't get baked, it's okay. There's ready-made cookies. We don't have to do everything. We don't have to commit to everything. It's okay to say no. And I'm not beating on anybody because I am one that if I can do it and I can bake it and make it, I'm doing it. I'm signing up for it. But then I get myself overloaded. So we really need to be careful because just those subtle little things, it truly can steal our peace. And that's not what God has brought to us. He gave us Jesus so that we could have peace. So he doesn't want us to feel pressured. He doesn't want us to have things grabbing at us continuously and and taking us all out of sorts because if we're feeling like we're overwhelmed, there's no peace in that. There's no joy in that. And God's definitely not in it. So yes, everything is so fast paced and grabbing continuously for our attention and not just this time of year, but we have computers and social media and other people and places and things and chores. And at times it just, it, it can be, it can, it can go into something extremely overwhelming and depressing to the point where it's freezing you right up and then nothing is getting accomplished if it goes unchecked. So we should daily really put ourselves into that mind frame of what can I do? And maybe just even only focus on that one thing that God wants you to do for that day. One thing, one step at a time. So um, even though, you know, these things can come at our way, these opportunities we need to remember there's we're not the only ones that, that can do something. And sometimes, you know, we can just delegate it maybe to a spouse or, you know, we, we can sister a friend and ask them if they'd like to join in with us. And if they say no, that's okay. But um, when we know where our priorities are, we're not going to let things just overtake and overwhelm us at any given minute. And I kept hearing in the spirit, Jesus wants us, more than ever, right now, and even going into 23, to be unified with him. Isaiah 26, 3, I keep him in perfect peace, those whose minds are stayed on you, because he trusts in you. And the you is Jesus. Jesus is saying that when we stay focused on him, He is going to lead us forth in peace. He's going to say no, say no to that, say yes to this. It will feel feel extremely peaceful and calm. And your spirit in your belly is where your spirit man lives. So it's going to feel calm there. And when we focus in and keep our laser focus, thinking Jesus what do you want me to do today? Because he orders your steps. It's his spirit. That's the spirit of God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit that lives and reigns on the inside of every single believer. And when we tune into that, it's manifested right out of us. And you will feel that peace come over you. It is the most amazing thing. So none of us have to walk In anything, any situation, any circumstance, and feel overwhelmed with it. We're not denying that it could be happening. We're not denying that, okay, you know, maybe you've got a bad report from the doctor. Maybe there's a financial crunch going on. Perhaps there's difficulty in your marriage. We know that that's there, but we're to walk by the Spirit and not fulfill the lusts of the flesh, which. The flesh is where the soulish realm is and that's your mind, your will, and emotions. We don't want to go fluctuating up and down, get tossed and turned every single way by the emotions. And when we focus on Jesus, we're going to walk in that spirit. We're going to walk in that peace that is meant for us to have. Peace, love, joy, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, gratefulness, and self-control they're all the fruit of the holy spirit and we can find that in galatians 5:22 through 23 second corinthians 2:11 it says so that we would not be outwitted by satan for we are not ignorant of his designs in some versions will say schemes and a scheme is nothing but a plan. And the devil's plan is to distract your focus, to steal your peace, your joy, your faith, and literally destroy your life. And we know that from John 10, 10. The enemy came to steal, to kill, to destroy. But Jesus came so you could have life and life more abundantly. And what is more abundant than peace? That's where we really make progress with anything that we put our hand to do. New um international version Matthew 18:9 and if your eye causes you to stumble gouge it out and throw it away it is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell now for clarification because of the day of age that we live in god is not suggesting that you gouge out your eye i'm not suggesting that you gouge out your eye but what this means is that if something is taking up our time and attention and stealing our peace from it, perhaps it could be a computer, um a social media or a TV or another person, take your eyes off from it. If you have to remove that gaming app, remove that app so that you can keep your focus and not allow your mind to wander. I know I have been guilty of this. Um I've I've started a project and then all of a sudden somebody something pulled me away, something grabbed my attention that really at the end of the day it didn't have any value. And I got so lost up in it that I've lost an hour or two or more of my time. And then the thing that I was set out to do, that I was supposed to accomplish that day, that would have brought great peace, joy, and productivity into my life and my family's life, it it, it went undone. And so I, the the Holy Spirit really convicted me to say, wait a minute, get rid of that gaming app, get rid of that, turn that TV off and put your focus here and do this and see it all the way to completion until it's done. And it's so amazing how uplifting and how strengthening that is um, when we keep our attention and our minds focused where it needs to be. Now, Jesus, he, you know, again, you know, he wants us to be unified with him even more than ever before. It's time to step into a new level. And that is how we're going to get there. I want to take you to Matthew 13, four through nine, and then we'll go jump over to verse 19 through 23. So let's go there right now. If you've got your Bible or your phone app and your Bible with it, Let's go to Matthew 13. Let me get there. It just popped into my head. This is so fitting. Matthew 13, 4. We're going to start in verse 4. And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Now let's go to Matthew 13, 19 through 23. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in the heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, This is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, another sixty, and another thirty. So right there, when God gives us an instruction, when he gives us a word, it's you know the enemy is sent, he he wants to take it away. He wants to distract us. And the that is one of the ways that the enemy, one of the schemes of the enemy, that he tries to take us out of the word or the plan of God for the day or the plan of God for our life or our marriage or whatever instruction that you've been given or even your peace. He wants to steal that from you. He wants to steal that through distractions. And again, we must be aware that this is a plan of the enemy. Um, It's one of his schemes. And when we're aware of it, we're going to be really conscious of it. So it's not going to catch us off guard. We're going to Catch it quickly so that it doesn't lead into feeling like you're a failure, feeling overwhelmed. How am I ever going to get all of these things done? We can keep our peace. The devil can't have our peace because if our peace goes, our joy goes, and then our faith is is crumbling because it's like, okay... I, how am I going to do this? We have to do our part and be aware so that we don't have anything taken from us. Because if the devil can get your joy, then he's stolen your peace. He's stolen your faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So let's kick that devil right in the butt and say, absolutely not. I'm removing this from my eyesight, whatever it may be. And I'm going to get this thing done and I'm going to see it all the way to completion. I'm keeping my eyes Focus on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of my faith. Now, Proverbs eighteen twenty four. it also says a man of many companions comes to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And who that is talking about is Jesus. Jesus is with you everywhere you go. Isn't that exciting? He's with you because his spirit reigns on the inside of you. He is your best friend and there's nothing that you can face that he can't do something about. Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly, and he's given us that peace he He wants us to live in excess and abundance he wants us to have everything that we have need of he's got it on his way, so that's why he just wants you to remember that he's right there with you he's in you when we 've come to Jesus. He's come into us and we've come into them. We are one with him. We are unified with him. The unity defined means the state of being joined as a whole. And this right here is the key where the peace, the love, the joy, the anointing, and the power of God resides on the inside of you. The peace that guards our hearts and our minds so that we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be overwhelmed. We don't have to be taken unaware by the, by the enemy. You're just going to know it. Jesus is going to give you revelation of, of things that you're not to pay attention to when we, we put our focus and attention on him. And it's absolutely amazing and so uplifting. And you end up getting more done than you ever even thought was possible because with God, all things are possible to those who believe, who are walking uprightly according to his word and according to his wisdom. Jesus is his wisdom. Jesus is his word. John 1, 1 tells us that the word was with God in the beginning. And on one fourteen, John one fourteen. Jesus is the word made fresh, flesh and dwelt among us. He came to dwell among us. So when we look to Jesus, we're looking to God. We're looking to the word. And that is what is going to be productive because his word never fails and it never returns void. Isaiah fifty five eleven. everything always interconnects and goes right back to Jesus. He's done so much for us and we praise him for that. Hebrews 12, 2, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Now think about that for a minute. Isn't that exciting and powerful? Because we are in Jesus. Jesus is in us. That means we are sitting in the heavenly places next to the right hand of God, the place of of power and, and, and authority. Oh, wow. That is just so super exciting. So we don't have to take these suggestions from the enemy. In any way, shape, or form, we have the authority and we can say, no, devil, you're under our feet. I put a restraining order on you and I silence your mouth in the name of Jesus. Every tongue has to confess and every knee must bow. Send it back to the deep right where it came from. Don't take it for one second. Speak against it and it's gone. When Jesus went about healing people and he just commanded it to go, and that was it. He didn't beg, he didn't pray, he just commanded the sickness to shrivel up, he bound it up, he rebuked it, he cast out those demons, he cast out the sickness and disease, and gone it was immediately. So, so many things that are grabbing for our attention. How do we claim our focus? First, seek ye first the kingdom of God. When we seek him first, it's a command to seek him first. He wants us to do that for a reason, because he's already bed up. He's been in our day. He's got it prepared and planned for us. He knows the things that, that we need to do to be successful and be right on time. Jesus and God, they are never late, but they are always right on time. Um, number two, pray, speak in tongues, um, prayer, Really, it's it's a it's talking with God. When we have a relationship with somebody, we're talking with them, we're communicating with them. Um, we wouldn't want to just say hello to our spouse once and then never talk to them again. We talk to them, we talk to our children, we talk to our family, we talk to our friends because we have a relationship with them and we need God wants you to have a right relationship with Him. He wants you to Just talk to him. He already knows what you're going through. But when you talk to him, it shows him that you believe in him, that you're trying to spend time with him because you love him. We spend time with the people that we love. And it also shows him that you have faith in him and you have trust in him. Remember, without faith, it's impossible to please him. So it just really moves God. It it, it moves him. And another thing that you can do, praise and worship. Praise Him. You know, this is something we can pray in the car. We can praise and worship in the car. We can do it in the shower. So, you know, it's not like you might be busy this day and have all these deadlines and places you need to go and work or whatever it might be that you have to get done. And you might be saying, oh, Janine, I don't have time to sit there and 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 pray for an hour and just read my, my word. Well, that's okay because we are living life. We understand that, but get it in you. Feed on the word, pray, speak in tongues, praise and worship, and you can do it in the car. I do that all the time. It's so powerful. Even right now, you know, podcast or a ministry, I'll put it on on the radio in the car. I can pray in tongues in the other car. You don't have to have this, place all the time where you're just like sitting for an hour and doing nothing but praying to God that way. So we all have time. We have five minutes that we can even say, hi, hello. Thank you, father, for today. I thank you. You know, something just talk to him. He wants to hear from you. He wants you to call him up. Um, one of my favorite evangelists, um, he, I love to, I'm going to coin his phrase. He says, God doesn't have an unlisted number. And he bases that off Je- Jeremiah thirty three three, you know. Call me, and I will show you great and mighty things to come. And it's so true. He wants to hear from you. Okay. So another thing is read your word. Now again, you might be in a position where you can't read for whatever reason. Maybe um, you're in a location, or you're driving. Obviously, we need to pay attention to the road when we're driving. But for every Bible app. That I have on my phone they they can be played again with audio, so that's another great way um, Another powerful thing is to let that play all night long while you're sleeping, and your spirit man isn't asleep, but your body is, and it's so amazing how when you get out of bed, you feel so lifted up, you feel strong it feels peaceful you are ready to attack your day because your spirit man has been feeding on the word of god all night long um also listen to faith preaching and teaching it's going to stir you up it's going to motivate you and faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god so that's another powerful thing and then number six i had it listen listed that you know if necessary remove apps cut the cord silence your phone get that focus back because we're going to walk in the direction of our focus so if we're walking in jesus And it's his spirit that's leading the way, that's ordering our steps. And he knows that higher plan because he's already been in the day. That's what we want to focus on. That's where we want to get our instruction from. That's where we want to get our plan from. So if we have to remove the distractions for a moment, all that other stuff can wait. I don't know about you, but there's been times when I've had to leave the dishes in the sink. And guess what? They were there when I got back. As much as I don't like to do that, I had to drop it and go. And they were definitely there. So these other things will be there for a few moments. And I trust me, you're going to get more accomplished and more done when you put God first, when you seek his kingdom first and stay in peace and in focus with Jesus, the author and the finisher and perfecter of your faith, your peace, and your joy And your anointing and your love, all of that, everything, everything that He has need of, we have it through Him. He's got the answer. So that's where we wanna go. And please, I am not condemning anybody because I have been guilty of this just the same. And this is something that God was working on me with, that, you know, there's just so many things happening today in our world and and during this season. And it's like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get this done? And God grabbed a hold of me and said, no, focus on me so that you don't get overwhelmed. And I kicked that right out. And it's just amazing. I'm getting actually more done than I thought I even could, or I even had planned to begin with, because many are the plans that a man makes in his heart, but it's the Lord's purpose and plan that prevails. And so how are we going to know that if we don't seek him first? So this isn't anything that I haven't walked in, but if that helps somebody, and I know it's going to help somebody today or somebody listening in the future to this podcast to walk in that same thing. If you've tried every other thing, try that because first off, we should try God first. Always seek him first. But perhaps you lost sight of that, or perhaps you've never heard of that. Now's the time to start. Because God definitely wants you to live your most abundant life. He sent Jesus to die on the cross to save every single one of us of our sicknesses and our diseases and to wash us with his blood so that we could be in his presence covering our sins. And that makes us in right standing with the Father God. That's what Jesus did for us. And so as a believer... When you are washed by his blood, when you have believed and confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, he's come to live on the inside of you. God did that for every single one of us. The greatest gift because he loved us and he wanted to set us free from any tormenting, overwhelming, depressing thoughts and feelings. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son so that we could be made whole, that we could be made free. And that's found in John 3, 16 through 17. Pick it up, read it for yourself. And perhaps this is all new to you, and you've never confessed Jesus to live in your heart by faith, that you've never confessed him as Lord and, and made been made whole. It is the only way that we're going to have an eternal home in heaven with God. When we all die, we're going somewhere. We're either going up or we're going down. God is up and the devil is down. And so we want to make sure that our reservations are 1,000%, a million percent clear. We don't want to take anything to chance ever because the only way that you're going to get to heaven is By confessing that Jesus is your Lord and confessing with your mouth that you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and then you're saved and then your reservation is clear and the spirit of God is living on the inside of you. And Jesus is right there, the best friend that you will ever have. He's my best friend. I would love to have him make you your best friend today. It is the best relationship that you will ever have in your life. This isn't about a religion. It's about a relationship with Jesus. He wants you unified with him. And you can find all of that in Romans 10, 9. So lift your hands wherever you are, unless you're driving. And if you're ready to make Jesus the Lord of your life, simply pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is your son, and you sent him to pay the price for my sin. I believe you raised him from the dead and he is the Lord. Jesus, come into my heart and make me new. And if you just prayed that prayer, please reach out to me. I'm going to get you a Bible. If you're not in my local area, I'm going to help you find a church where you can be loved on, you can learn, and you can grow and more and stronger in your faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to help you through. And so please reach out to me if you've just prayed that prayer. And then let's all pray together as a group. Father, we thank and praise you for Jesus, your greatest gift to us, who gives us eternal life, peace, love, healing, joy, and more. We thank you for our best friend and the greatest sacrifice of love you have ever given to us or anybody for that matter. Father, we ask you to reveal to us any adjustments that we can make in our lives to increase our relationship with you and not fall to distraction or the, the plan of the enemy to steal your word from us and your plan for that day we thank you for revealing these things to us we thank you and we bind up the spirit of distraction over your precious people sending it back to the deep where it came from to be remembered no more and i lose peace that surpasses any and all understanding right over top of your people your precious people that are listening to this podcast today now or in the future In the mighty, precious name of Jesus, we praise and thank you, Father. Amen. Have a great day, everybody. Um, If I don't get back to you before Christmas, have a great Christmas. Um, And I will talk to you soon.